Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, guys? It's Henrock here. I am this week's guest on the latest episode of Kicks and Shit. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard, your girl Gabby. Episode 83 of the Kicks and Shit Show. That was a nice one. Yeah, quick Short, to the point. You know? mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. it. Yep, yep. So, Gabs, uh, where in the world are you? Oh, wait, I know. Uh, East Coast. Now I know you're wearing a hat. All right. If you were in Las Vegas or on the West Coast, where it's probably warmer than it is here, I doubt you'd be rocking the wool hat. You got the wool on right now. It's a little chilly out here in these streets. 
I mean, you never know, though. I feel like L.A. is all about that hipster vibe. Like, I, I want. But you're, but you're not a hipster, though. No, absolutely not. I mean, no, thank you. Um, But I watch old reruns of The Challenge, and I Mm. love when they're, like, working out in, like, Cartagena in tank tops and shorts and beanies. And I'm like, when is that a vibe? Like, my head gets real sweaty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're you're sweating. Why are you putting a wool hat on to sweat? Like, that's going to make it worse. Metabolism, fam. Like, no, thank you. Well, welcome back to the East Coast. We're happy to have you. You are um, currently in the process of getting ready to to get your East Coast domicile set up. It's exciting. I like that you use the word domicile. I mean, can you tell the level of stress that I'm feeling right now through the screen? Because I feel like I'm projecting an energy that I'm sorry, all of you guys are watching this on YouTube, but... Your girl is stressing out. Her- well, you are stressing out because you have this need to make everything so perfect right away. And it's like, yo, homie, like, it'll be all right. Like, give it some time to get lived in. Like, it may look cray the first month, but it'll look better in month two, even better in month three. Like, just let it evolve how it evolves. I mean, I don't think perfect, but I am a little <laughs> bit of somebody who likes to be in control. Yes. Shocking nobody <laughs> in this conversation. Um, and I think, you know, it's it's interesting renting, right? It's like how much do you want to put into a place that you know you're not going to be at forever? So I'm like trying mm-hmm. to budget things. Like mm-hmm. maybe I'm going to get my bed frame on Groupon. I don't know. Let's get real wild Wow. There. I can't believe last time I heard the term of the word Groupon. It's been a minute. <laughs> I know. But I mean, and here's the thing with moving, right? Even shitty furniture is really fucking expensive. That's how they like, deal in these streets. I could drop like a band or two on just some dressers from Ikea. Like, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't say to Ikea, like, that's the move that I'm going to go. I think mm-hmm. it's really clean lines. But, like, even Target, like, that, that's just not cheap anymore. I mean, a, 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 a bed's going to cost you like 1700 bucks, $2,000. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? I my friend. <laughs> another side hustle opportunity where i can find tell me what you're looking for and i'll find it for a third of the price it's gonna be like i'll bring the jew crew in to redo your apartment i will call it jew crew oh okay shout out to gabby shout out to gabby rosendahl keeping keeping stereotypes alive one day at a time um you know i'm looking at your hat right now and it's this kind of like yellowish color and it reminds me of um some images we saw earlier this week of a, new, a collaboration we've not not just us two, but we, the collective people who are into this kind of thing, I've been waiting on, and it is the Adidas Fear of God collaboration. And yeah, yeah, you see that there there was homage. That, you see, this, this is this is, mm-hmm. this is this is why we we're connected. So there was that that installation out in Shanghai last week, and we saw right a fear of God athletic hoodie. We were like, "What's this? If we put it in Shanghai. What, what what about the U.S.? Right? Everybody started going crazy on Instagram, and then uh, Jerry Lorenzo actually uh, tweeted out that, or excuse me, put out on Instagram that um, a couple images. Right? So it was a hoodie, a crew neck, uh, shorts, I believe, or pants. Um, and it looks great, yellow with the blue Adidas, and the Adidas logo is the original uh, Adidas basketball logo that was used in 1971, which is very cool. Um, so I think people are excited about this and looking forward to... Now, I know that that won't be all that's in the collection, I imagine, but those are probably the first pieces they're going to let out, and I think, I mean, they're going to sell out, of course, people are going to go crazy, but I- I'm excited for this. 
I am as well, and I think uh, what I'm hoping to see from this collection and what I'm already starting to see is a nod to the essentials that we all love. Like, mm -hmm. poor TJ, I'm sure, has been blowing up. <laughs> I think that people think that she is tapped in behind the scenes uh, on what's going on with Team Jerry over at Adidas. Um, she... And I had a conversation about this earlier this week. I'm hoping to see that those clean lines continue, but with mm -hmm. an Adidas spin on it. Mm -hmm. Already with the colorways and the nod, again, to like some of the vintage colors and patterns and styles with fonts and text. I think that's what I'm most excited to see, how it comes to life in a way that is different from the fear of God essentials mm -hmm. that we all know and love. Yeah, no, I think that's a perfect point. And I think Jerry is going to tap into the the Adidas basketball line, right? Those original shoes um, and use a lot of those aesthetics, as you mentioned, um, that really, you know, what everybody fell in love with Adidas back in the day, right? Um, and I think he'll, he'll marry the two and, of course, put on his Jerry Lorenzo spin and style to it, right? To give it a... a, a a flare all its own but yeah th this is exciting i'm really really looking forward to seeing what this is going to look like and what the whole process is going to be for release um you know uh, is it going to be like are we confirmed apping things are we i mean what, what's 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 the whole vibe going to be on this on this whole process and are pieces of merchandise like hoodies and stuff are they going to be easier to get than potential shoes that come out or all the same can be difficult regardless. I think all the same is going to be difficult regardless. And like, not that like the kick, Kiff Nick's drop is by any means like this, but anytime anything Fear of God currently comes out, it's like fend for yourself, get that Apple Pay login ready to go. <laughs> I mean, you know me when I, if I ever get my hands on anything, um, I do that little double tap on the side of my iPhone and I order everything individually because I would rather have one thing versus all of it yep. like don't be greedy folks mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I, I think it'll be interesting to see if confirmed app is a piece of it i also the one thing that hasn't really been teased at all and that i am most excited for obviously is the sneaker component to complete yeah. the because I really loved the way that Jerry played with structure when it came to his collab with Nike. Mm -hmm. It was different. It was it was a statement, right? Even when there were monochromatic styles for that Fear of God one, I really loved the architecture of that. So I think Adidas in general, Adidas basketball, Jason Maiden's been doing a great job with kind of taking over that branch and just some of the new styles and colorways that have been coming out for their their athletes really do kind of have some unique patterns and colorways. So I'm excited to see kind of the marriage of those mm -hmm, two things mm -hmm. come in this first collab. I love that you said that because the next thing I was going to say was I'm looking forward to see which Adidas basketball player first pops on with. DJ Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. you know, but like on on the actual on the actual floor, right? Like that Jerry either makes a shoe, not necessarily a signature, but like they do a little quick like crossover collab, and it's like, all right, I'm going to make these just for Dame or whomever. Um, right. I, I, this will be, I'd be very curious to see what those look like. And cause you know, that's when we're talking about, uh, function, right. Cause you gotta be able to perform on the basketball court and have the right feel on the shoe, right. Versus style. But with Jerry, it'll be both more, more than likely. So what would that look like? Right. So that, that would be exciting if they do in fact do something like that. Um, so yeah, folks stay tuned. Yeah, no. And I'm curious about, uh, I don't know if we were just wrapped there. I think we did. No, no, we didn't. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Clearly need more coffee today, guys. <laughs> to stay tuned with all of y'all. But I, I think when it comes to Adidas basketball, I'm curious to see, is it going to be um, 
someone, one of the Adidas athletes currently that have their signature shoes rocking it to your point, or is it just going to be someone that's a rogue player that's rocking it just to stun? I mean, yeah. I know I joke about PJ and we know he, that he's a, a Nike and Jordan brand athlete, so that might not be the avenue, but you never know. He finds a way to have things first, have it on and off the court in, mm-hmm. in ways that I think, what is it? He had the Giannis shoe oh, before yeah. Giannis even got it. That was a whole, <laughs> whole vibe last oh, year. Oh, it's, I mean, he... It, it's going to be... <laughs> special he'll show up at like a pair of vintage kds and katie would be like bro how do you even have that i only got two pairs of those and it's like yeah you know pj pj's the he's just you know he's he's that dude anyway folks stay tuned because coming up next we got a special guest for you in the world of uh just call it digital creation what's up y'all we are back gabby we are not alone we are joined by a digital content creator sneakerhead influential marketer, part-time photographer. This man wears many hats like so many of our guests. If y'all know, on Instagram, he goes by the name of Henrock. What's up, my guy? How are you? Thanks for being on the show. What's going on, y'all? Pleasure to be here, finally. Yes, we are, we are happy to have you. We were just talking about off-air how so many people you connect with and meet offline or online, I should say, right? But not in real life. It's like, man, we've never actually met in person, but you feel like you know people, right? So it's it's really cool when you can when you can connect with folks because of shared mutual interest in whatever, right? And in this case, sneakers, fashion, all different kinds of things. So, Enrock, I kind of want to start there. Um, when did you fall in love with sneakers? Um, from a young age, my uh, my love from sneak for sneakers uh, stems from my love of sports. So, uh, you know, obviously seeing Jordan play, uh, his swag was a little more, is a little different than, you know, a lot of other players. Obviously the shoe line is amazing. Um, but yeah, that's where my, my love started. Um, I had, uh, you know, other favorite shoe lines as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Barbies, mm-hmm. Pippins, uh, even Grant Hills. Mm-hmm. Like the '90s was like the golden era for like uh, you know ball players and sneaker collections. Even football, Dion's yeah. line, yeah. some hits too. So for sure, that's where my love of sneakers stems from. From sports, you mentioned '90s, so I know you had to love those air more up tempos. Oh, of course, with the big air, <laughs> man. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, no, it's so crazy because that's everybody's connection, right? It's sport. It's like it's. If that is what draws you in. And, you know, for, for me, it's for someone who not only does this, but covers sports from a media perspective. I think what draws us in is these these athletes, right? They're, they're mythic. They're godlike, right? It's like they inhabit Mount Olympus, and there are us lowly plebs below them that are like, wow, how can we do what you do, right? And you're like, well, you can't. Because <laughs> if, if we could, we would be there, right? <laughs> right now with my own shoe line if I could. <laughs> Right, we would have our own shoe line. We would be, we would be uh, performing these these mythical feats. So, as a kid, man, um, who were your favorite teams, players growing up? What was what was that journey like through sports? Uh, so first thing was, of course, Michael Jordan. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, um, fell in love watching him. Uh, I used to live in uh, Florida for a while, so uh, the Magic, Shaq, mm. and duos. And some of the most fire jerseys in NBA history, the pinstripes, the you know the blue with the star like crazy. Um, Allen Iverson, one of my favorite players growing up for sure. 
Um, you know, I was considered a big man, so they always try to put me in. Even though I had the size, I didn't have the height, but I'd be in my backyard practicing the crossover, begging my parents to let me get my hair braided and all of that. Um, <laughs> they were afraid I was going to get sleeved up, tattled. <laughs> I didn't go that route. But, um, yeah, um, AI, definitely one of my favorite players growing up. And LeBron James, I mean, you know, dude is truly amazing. I, I, I feel like... Uh, even though he's talked about a lot, it's still somewhat underappreciated what he brings to the game on and off the court. He's been a great ambassador to the league for about, you know, 15 years plus. I feel like, you know, the, after the five-year mark, he really came into his own as, a, you know, one of the faces of the league. But, you know, from jump, I, I feel like he exceeded expectations and um, he's still holding it down. Like, people thought he was washed. He's, you know, still leading the league and score one of the leaders in in the league and scoring. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's so funny you mentioned Bron because, you know, in many ways he was a child star, right? Like on the cover of SI at what fourteen or fifteen, right? Chosen one, all that stuff. So there were a lot of expectations, right? And to you, as you said, Henrock, he he exceeded all those expectations. Think about how difficult it is to be a child superstar and being like, you are the next whatever, and then to actually go out and live and prove it, right? That's damn near impossible, right? Because most people just, the, the, the weight of the expectations, not because somebody's weak or frail or whatever. Yo, those things are crushing, man. That's, that's a lot of expectations to put on somebody to be able to do that, right? And injuries and random bad luck and bad things happen that prevent you from doing those things, right? So for him to be able to exceed it, and, you know, I say this on this pod, on many of my other shows, you know, wherever you think about basketball, whatever, I mean, for me, and I've been watching ball since 84, there are only three men in the history of basketball that can claim GOAT status. It's LeBron, it's Kareem, and it's Jordan. And that's it. Like, that's it. Nobody else is on that mountain in that category. No, Gabby, no. We're not, don't even, don't even... Don't even go there. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. You gotta have. You gotta have Bean as part of that. He's my birthday buddy. That mama. Listen, he could. He he could be your birthday buddy. He ain't that. Okay. I mean, and I will say, you know, I have all this shit to talk about LeBron, (laughs) and you know, Henrik. I'm glad you said this too, right? That he does talk a lot, but then he does kind of back it up, right? Like that he is undervalued and underappreciated. And I feel like, I mean, you guys know I have strong opinions about Bron Bron, but (laughs) if you look at like who's done that since then. I mean, the people that have had that kind of like celeb status beforehand, right? Like, look at the look at Lonzo Ball. Like, this is also no disrespect in this, but Lonzo Ball and Zion. It's like those are some really big shoes to fill to be able to not only back it up but have that longevity. I think something I saw recently of like LeBron's stats are similar to what they were ten years ago. Like, I mean, I don't even think I can walk as fast as I could walk, <laughs> let alone like maintain some athletic stats. So it, it definitely is pretty impressive. I mean, we'll table the Kobe talk for another day. Chill, but... chill. We're not, we not doing that on this pod. Sports dedicated version of kicks. And, you know what I'm saying? We, can, <laughs> we can delve into that entire conversation. I'll, 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 I'll bring you on the, the, uh, the Seven Footers basketball podcast and we'll, and we'll discuss that. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so um, going through your Instagram feed, um, and there's like so many different kinds of photos out there. 
Uh, it looks like you were out um, in the streets on uh, summer 2020 doing a lot of the protests. Um, there's some great photos there. I mean, what is it about storytelling through pictures that appeals to you so much? Um, just being able to capture the emotion in the moment. Um, you've had him on the on your uh, or on your show as well, Ricky Shuvio, mm-hmm. obviously, um, another for, great photographer. We've spoken about how sometimes uh, pictures tell a better story than video, and he also shot some protests too. And we were talking about it and uh, the importance of getting out there and documenting that whole thing. It just you see the raw emotion um, as it's taking place. And um, yeah, I, I just love that. You know, uh, sometimes, like I said, videos don't really do it justice. Sometimes you just got to go out there and just, you know, capture a good shot in action. Um, a lot of those were candid. Um, so what I'll do often is like, I'll approach a scene. Obviously they see I have a camera, but I don't start snapping right away. You know, just, People know there's a guy with a camera around, but, you know, they're in the midst of a protest and uh, eventually just, you know, catch them in action. And, you know, they came out beautifully. Um, it's a shame that I had to go out there and do that or that the people had to be out there and, you know, protesting. But there is some beauty in that as well. So that, that, yeah. That's interesting because so when you obviously when you went out to shoot the protest you went out with the explicit purposes of shooting the protest but are you someone that walks around with your camera just in general and then if something sparks you the mood or whatever you'll pull it out and start snapping yeah um if i'm feeling inspired i'll definitely just have it on me just in case um sometimes you just feel just extra motivated or you just think you know you're in a super good mood i try sometimes i don't like to carry my equipment with me all the time because it's expensive and god forbid anything happens whatever but some days it's just like you just feel like okay i'm gonna capture something or you just want to get some shots up too right like tiger still practices his putt you know Bron still practices his free throws i'd like to see the percentage go up but that's a whole other story (laughs) but you know um you just want to stay sharp and practice your craft too so there's part of that and just doing it for the love too so yeah sometimes you know i have it on me um for sure i was gonna say well how did that kind of start for you was it more of a hobby was it kind of like something that was really driving you to do as part of your career or how, what did that look like in the beginning it was i fell into it by accident it wasn't a plan like you know i can't lie to people and say like i've always had an interest in photography now like we've had disposable cameras we've had fun with that but i wasn't thinking about creating art i was just thinking about capturing the moment um so what happened was uh i used to work at a sneaker boutique right in long island one of the best sneaker boutiques out there um it's called sneaker bistro and um we needed uh product shots and this was before um these things were like super elaborate. It was just like, yo, we just need a picture of this and get it up. I mean, we added our own little flavor to it, but it wasn't these elaborate shoots that you see nowadays. And yeah, I was bad. I was trash. They were like thinking like, yo, don't even, yo, we don't even want you to take pictures. Yo, please, please give me another chance. Worked on it. Um, you know, 
did a little, went to YouTube University, you know, try to figure out the composition, lighting, things of that nature. And eventually I got better at it. And, um, yeah, the, the, the shoots, again, they got more elaborate down the line. They got better. And after a while, I was like, you know what? You know, um, I've shot clothes, sneakers. I've shot clothes and sneakers on people. Let me, you know, capture portraits and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So moved on to that. Um, there's a venue not too uh, far by, and musicians would stop in. Uh, had the pleasure of shooting acts like Rick Ross, uh, Nas, Cameron, Mob Deep, uh, and now it's super early too. So I'm thinking like, oh man, this is I'm gonna be, you know, this is it. Like I'm, you know, I'm gonna make it. Obviously, it then doesn't go that way. You know what I'm saying? But um, still enjoying the journey. That that that's the best part, right? I think so many people see instagram and see what we do as creatives and they're like you know oh what's this what's that and it looks so cool and you're like you know once you're in it like we are i always tell people it's about the journey man like there is not the destination like yeah getting to you know interview kd is cool like i'm not don't get me wrong i'm not gonna be like ah whatever it's old hat like it's not like i'm grateful for those opportunities but that's just that's just part of the journey man right like it's it's you have to find the joys. You know, one of, one of my podcasts uh, co-hosts says, life is like a roller coaster, man. Lots of ups and downs. He was like, get off the roller coaster and get on the merry-go-round. Find the joys in the everyday, like, right? Because that's, cause it's easy to get up for the highs, right? And get amped when like, yo, I'm about to go do Aspen, blah, 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 whatever. And it's like, yeah, of course you get amped for that. Like, who doesn't? But that you do too much of that. It's not going to keep you focused on your on the day to day, right? Like the merry-go-round. Yeah. Focus too much on the highs; those lows they hit different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you're not in the right, uh, you know, space mentally, yeah, it can affect you. And mm-hmm. I'm no different. I've suffered through that as well. Like thinking, like one day you're up here, I'm, you know, you're shooting so and so, and then the next day it's just like, oh, you know. Yeah, I guess I'll do this, uh, you know, Sweet 16 or whatever, like, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's, uh, it gets, it's it's very humbling, but like you said, it, it's an ongoing, it's an up and down thing, mm-hmm. uh, falling in love with the process mm-hmm. and falling in love with the journey mm-hmm. over and over again. 100%. I think people always see what's on the other side of the lens, right? And not that process that goes into it. Like, uh, Gerard and I have said this before, IG is like a highlight reel, right? Uh, and you know that someone's good at what they do when it looks easy, right? Like you look at your page and everything just looks beautiful and easy. And like we're creative types, so we understand what goes behind that photo. Like Drod wanted to get us into TikTok, and I was like, you know how much goes into that one dance for that one video? <laughs> your girl over here has tiny feet, so like, <laughs> dancing doing the renegade? I don't think so. <laughs> Listen, man, thirty plus year olds. If you're not a dancer. You know, and seeing this TikTok thing and all, it, it's a, you know, you feel like, damn, I, it's a lot of, like you said, so much that goes into it. And I respect anybody who is able to put themselves out there and go for it. You know, I mean, listen, some of it looks silly, but there's a lot of cool stuff going yeah. on on there. Yeah, sure. For sure. So, Hen, like, you know, obviously as a kid, you loved Jordans and the 90s basketball sneakers. How has your sneaker 
not just collection, but your appreciation for sneakers evolve from then to now? Oh, man. Um, so that's a great question. Uh, I don't think it's changed much. I think um, it hasn't really changed much. There's always something that I appreciate about a sneaker, whether it's just the story that's behind it, um, you know, or just on a surface level, what it looks like and all of that. Um, I don't think much has changed for me, honestly. I think uh, just understanding the process more of how they come about, how to decide to release things and all of that. Uh, if anything, it's just grown, but it's not, it hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's grown, but it's still the same, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, totally. Has you, have you, are you someone who every time a release comes out, no matter what it is, you're trying to get it, or are you at the stage where you're like, look, I only get stuff that I like that I'm going to wear? I mean, you know, the sneaker game, unfortunately, has turned into, uh, what's that uh, popular show on Netflix? Squid Game? Squid Game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't watch it yet. But, um, <laughs> it's, it's worth it. Between the memes, I feel like I've seen every episode. <laughs> so, um, you know, unfortunately, it's not uh, not as fun as it used to be. I still have fun with it. I mean, you can never take my joy um, when it comes to sneakers, but it's a little harder. I don't feel like I need every release now. Um, I've amassed a lot of sneakers over the years. Before, you should just be like, yo, I need to have the hottest, the newest, the hottest. Now it's more like laser focus. It's like, um, I found my look as I've gotten older. Of course, I still experiment somewhat, but, you know, I, I know what I like at this point. Whereas when you're younger, it's just like you go through so many changes and phases. Um, you know, sometimes I look back and like, even though I'll be like, okay, you got to fit off, but damn, that was, you, you were you really out there. You know, I'm still out there now, but... I, you know, I feel like it's a little more tamed, a little, you know, more focused, whatever. But, uh, yeah. I, I like it. that. I, mean, I had a pair of pink snake print pants back in the day. So I, I feel you on that one with the different fits. Yeah. <laughs> Look at it, he's like, what? He's like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a different vibe. I, I would show up to my prep school looking like Beyonce with like a sequin skirt during the daytime. My mom's like, you're 16. Where do you think you're going? Everyone else right. is in khakis. Oh, yeah. It was a. It's a whole different time, so I appreciate that. Picks or it didn't happen? Uh, I think that all picks of the pink snake print pants have been burned, but there might be some purple satin fits in there somewhere that I could dig up, you know. You got to see those throwback fits. Throwback. Um, and you think my feet look tiny in sneakers? Put me in a pair of heels, and I look like I'm just standing on stilts at that point. Oh, Gabby, I can't even. I'm not even messing with you right now. You're, you're, on, you're on something else. Um, what, what's one thing you'd love to see change about the sneaker industry right now? That's like, kind of got you the way you're like, this is, we don't need to be doing this, man. Let's, let's, let's fix this. Um, weird shit, like taking your sneaker and eating cereal out of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's the weirdest flex. Um, I've seen this other kid use, uh, his sneakers, like a windshield wiper. And I I love these uh, media outlets, but like, why why are we even giving these people shine? Like, like I understand it gets the numbers going and people talking and stuff like that, but just encouraging more. Can we curse on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Absolutely. We're going to kick the shit show, my friend. And just encouraging just complete and utter fuckery and chaos. And that just needs to go. Um, the beauty and the, the gift and the curse with Instagram, too, right? Where it just seems to, people just replicate whatever seems to work. As opposed to, you know, when I, you know, you can sound like the old man on his on front porch, but like when we were all growing up, it was just more about individuality, right? Like, yo, Gerard got the Barclays, so I'm going to get the Pippins, or Gabby got the Feli, so let me go get the Jordans, or the phones, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We all wanted to just do something different, where now it's just like the uniform seems to be like, you know, a baggy pant, a, a vintage shirt, or a racing shirt, and Jordan ones or dunks, like, and, and that's no disrespect to anybody out there. If that's what you're into, that's what you're into. That's fine, but um, I would like to see a little bit more individuality um, when it comes to fits in general and, and sneakers, of course. No, it, it, you're so right about that. Uh, I, I just, like, Gabby, I don't know if I was telling you this, but you remember when that milk crate thing was like popular uh. on, and I, I literally said to somebody because we were talking about building a show that we were doing. And I was like, yo, the reason we can't get popular is because of this shit. Milk crates and this other dumb shit. Because once things like that take off and go viral, that takes over your entire social media, no matter what platform you're on. Hi, your feed. My bad, my bad guy. I got you. I get, Gabby got to cop some the pink pants again, heels, and milk crate. Oh. Hey, kill me? I would think of that picture of Rihanna. Have you seen the picture of Rihanna where she like beautifully glide? It looks like she's gliding across this basically milk crate surface in stiletto heels and like with the big holes. Um, I'm like, I am the opposite of everything that is happening in that photo. But I think like, that's a, I think you're on to something, man. That's what we gotta do. Yeah, we get you back in the pink. We get the stilettos. That's how that's how we gonna go viral. But no, right? That but that's what it is, right? To your point, everyone chasing virality and clout versus. Yo, man, but do you actually like this stuff, or are you just trying to, like, get on whatever, you know, get your two, three seconds of fame and try to blow up? Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, uh, there's been some releases that I've been waiting on for years, and to see younger people calling them bricks is like, <laughs> you know, you just kind of want to, you know, you want to swing on them because it's just like, man, it's not about what you can flip it for. It's just a dope shoe. I have an appreciation for it. You know, I, I hate that we value sneakers with like what the resale value is, as opposed to what you could do with it, how you rock it or how much you actually like it. Cause there'll be a lot of people too, that will talk themselves into a purchase. Um, so let's say like when I was managing the boutique, right? Like people will call in and be like, um, are these limited? It's like, do you like them or do you not bro? Like, I mean, because would you say you broke out a little bit? It's like, what does it matter if it's limited or not? Do you like it or not? Yeah. You you gotta like hold back your snarky responses because that's like you know sarcasm is my first language. So um, (laughs) back, but you know I just wish people just would wear stuff that they were actually into and not really listen. Everybody falls for the hype. Like if the shoes got a great story. And it's limited because I, I, I get it. You know, you want to have stuff that people don't really have, too. But that shouldn't be the first thing that decides whether or not you purchase something. That's my that's my point. I like that. No, no, we, we, we appreciate that here, man. Like it's 
the, the thing that we were always trying to talk to people about is the authenticity, right? Like, just be yourself. And, you know, for some people, and it takes a while to sort of understand who that is, right? Who is my authentic self, right? And also be comfortable with your authentic self, right? And I think that's the thing. I mean, conformity in many ways is so much easier, right? Because with conformity, you don't stand out, right? It's like, oh, I'm like everybody else. See, we all good. No problems. And it's fine, you know? It's totally fine. And I think like for me, I mean, Jay, you know, I get caught up in the hype sometimes, but I almost get mad at myself when I like a hype launch because I'm like, I'm going to go through this emotional roller coaster. I'm not going to get my hands on it. And I just like it because I like it, whether it's a good story, a good colorway or a good, a good style. I mean, for me, it's a, it's looking at how culture is now. The releases that should have gone under the radar, like Jay knows I talk about this all the time, the 1985 dunks and that acid wash with the yellow and the like that kind of cow print acid wash texture. Um, I've been watching that since it drops. And finally, like the resale is basically the retail because people are realizing like, you like what you like and that's what it is. It's not just about the hype. And I hope that continues to be trending, right? Where maybe people and maybe not will start to see like there's a difference between hype pairs and not and just kind of like let the culture be to a degree. Focus your efforts on the hype shit. Go for all the Travis Scott's that you want. Go ahead. But <laughs> let, let the rest of us have some of the other stuff. I miss those right. days. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, just walking in there and not being an actual release calendar. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like people's every decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our, 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 our buddy Waz is on the show, says this, and I love to use it all the time. He's like, if you can't walk into a sneaker store and it's not release day, and find anything, then you're not really into this, right? Like, it's because all you care about is what was what launches, right? If you really like sneakers, you can walk in anywhere and be like, ah, oh, you know, those are dope. Let me, let me get those, right? Because they're not a limited or whatever. You can find something that you, that you like. And that's the big thing, right? What do you like? Not what you think you should like. For sure, there's definitely some truth in that. I'm sure when we dive into the next section, I'm going to lose people with my personal choices you know what i'm saying guess what then then you never really had them and you don't want them know how so it's so it's all good <laughs> but see that's look at that beautiful segue folks stay tuned because coming up next america's favorite segment shoe and tell presented by another lane the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks i got a feeling that henrock's going to show us some pairs that y'all didn't think were coming so stay tuned what's good y'all we are back and you know what time it is america's favorite segment shoe and tell Presented by Another Lane, the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks. Now, we had co-founder Chad Jones, a.k.a. Sneaker Galactus, the sneaker god himself, on last week. He told you everything there is to know about Another Lane. So why aren't you people on there? Get on there, sign up, get yourself an account, make some sales, find some of those pairs you can't find, get some of that PhD knowledge from the god himself. Do what you gotta do. All right, Henrock, this is your show, my friend, so you take it away. Show us what you got. All right, this is where the viewers exit properly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I told y'all Allen Iverson was my favorite player mm-hmm. growing up. Um, there's definitely a toss-up between these, the questions. Um, well, this is the answer one, but these, the questions, and the uh, answer for us, the step-over joints especially. Mm-hmm. But these don't get talked enough about. And I'm very excited because Reebok is bringing these back this okay. year. Okay. I have these also in the black and the gold colorway. 
I had these originally in sixth grade, maybe seventh. I forget. It's it's getting you know when you get certain to age, things get you know. <laughs> uh, but no, in all seriousness, this is just one of my favorite shoes. One of the most comfortable shoes with the DMX technology in it too. But yeah, this is uh, to me one of the most slept on sneakers. I think the Iverson line had some gems in it. Maybe not from beginning to end. You know, uh, I can see why people wouldn't be you know into it. But they had some hits. I like These it. Are one of them. I like it. A clean shoe. Yes. And also to me, too, like I feel like it was ahead of its time because mm-hmm. if I told you it was a designer shoe, people would have, if I said this was Balenciaga, people probably would have liked it. Or Louis. Right? Like it has the chunky, you know, silhouette, yeah. whatever. That this, this is just one of my favorite sneakers. And I'm happy Reebok is bringing these back. And I'm sure you'll have people from Reebok watching this. So please, if send your book. <laughs> I love it. Hey, we, we 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 are all about getting getting seated on here. So, if you don't ask, you don't know. So, shoot or shoot, I'm gonna tell you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. AI shot a lot too. <laughs> um, okay, so we did that. Let's get into something near and dear to my heart. These are from 2001. I've oh. had these. I'm 16 years old. You already know what these are. The Jordan Royal ones. Um. Been through hell and back. Again, these are 20 years old. 20, yeah, I'm not a mathematician. 21 years old, actually. Had these since, well, I'm giving my age out oh, there. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, these are one of my favorites. Are if This is the one that got me into the game. I've had Jordans in the past. Well, I've had only one Jordan in the past. My parents were definitely not on buying Michael Jordan sneakers back in the day. Mm-hmm. They just, that price point, so I had to. Not settled, but I, you know, I had Iversons and stuff like that. So, but these right here, these, uh, my parents would give me twenty dollars a week for lunch, and probably kids probably spend that in one day for lunch now. But twenty dollars a week. After a while, I was like, you know what? Let me pack my own lunch. They're still gonna give it to me anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, had the game plan, did the math. The maths were mathing. <laughs> Yeah, the math, the math, and, and yeah, so begged my mom to take me to the mall. This is the first one I bought with my own money right here. Jordan yeah. 1. I like Royal. it. Oh, man. That colorway, too. I love that colorway. Yes. Okay, we're going to go with a classic, another classic, too. I mean, we already know what these are. I mean, with... <laughs> I mean, you know. Is that the shoe that I met you in? I. It might be. It might be. Look at this, man. We, the nostalgia. Yeah, we, you know. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, people go crazy for this. I do too, only for the fact because it resembles the shoe, um, the original shoe, right? But I have two other pairs with the jump bands on these that, that yeah. doesn't deter. I'm not one of those people, well, it doesn't have the old jeans. Nah. The shoe is still the shoe. It's fire. This is the only difference. I was able to get this finally, but one of my favorites, and also just one of those sneakers you can wear with just about anything. This is something that you just put on your feet, no matter what color you're wearing. It just works with everything. So this is uh, one of my favorites, Blacksmith Threes. Lo- love the Threes. One of, one of my favorite silhouettes. Absolutely. These ones are special to me. 
again, my parents weren't big on spending hundred dollars, hundred plus dollars on sneakers. This was, I think this came out like my sophomore year in high school. Definitely. Uh, my boy had these for track, my boy, Ralph, shout out to Ralph. Um, shout out Ralph. But yeah. Plus, yeah. You know, in the sunset orange, this is, uh, there's some shoes that I don't touch during different times of the year, obviously, you know, living in New York or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the year round sneakers for me. Um, Fall color, bright. You can wear it summertime too. So, do a lot of with these. These, you know, super comfortable too. Super slept on. So, Gabby, these are... did you see what my man Hen just said? Living in New York, certain time of year, there's shoes that don't come out. So he feels me on that. I I agree with that, Gerard. But I don't know if you noticed right after he said that he held up a sneaker that he wears. <laughs> on the That's the part of the story that I feel like you are not listening to my friend. This is one of the few exceptions. So you, you know, what I'm saying you're outnumbered here. <laughs> this is Sorry, Jay. Few... It's fine. Listen, listen. I just don't like getting my stuff messy. You know, it's not. You know. Getting yeah. Crep joint, my friends. Oh, crep. Oh, man. Shout out to crep. They sent me this package right here. I don't Bye. mind. This thing doesn't fall on me. Cool. Did not. But yeah. Shout out to crep. You know, shout out to crep. Oh, well, goodies, whatever. Glad y'all mentioned that. Cool. Um, okay. Uh, let's go with these. This is one of the shoes that will I want to swing on these new kids for. <laughs> they call this a brick, right? First they took our skinny jeans away. They took our skinny jeans away, and now they're calling these bricks. Like, what's going on here? These jeans forever. Haven't seen these in like 15 years, uh, just about. Um, my buddy Omar, shout out to cousin O, threw me a lot of retail oop on these right here. Like, like that. I, like everybody else, you know, I've had my frustrations with the sneakers app. Um, taking many L's on sneakers app. Obviously, took one on these. So I thought it was over with. Even though there were bricks, they were still being <laughs> resold at an astronomical price. Maybe not to the uh, price of uh, resellers liking, but they called it a brick, and I really don't understand why. But these right here, great uh, shoe. You know, That's like just... I don't call it come back. I've been here for years. Like I, I love the fours. Those are my favorite Jays. Um, yeah. It's just the detail. I agree. Those were slept on. Fours are great, man. Fours, uh, what do you call it? There's a dude in Cincinnati, Matt from corporate. He says fours are the best. So okay. if he's watching, if he watches this, he'll, you know. I like it, Matt. Fours are the best. Okay. Um, this is where we get into the you know, hype situation, right? <laughs> Gotta do it. I would love to see what you're looking at right now, too, just because, like, I'm like, I can see you debating what's going to be next, but I'm like, right. cannot wait. I just wanted to see what I was going to close out with. But these right here, I mean, oh, you know, oh, no matter. Oh, oh. I mean, like, drop. <laughs> can y'all, like, go back and edit and do the do 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 Yeah, these right here, I mean, listen, you know, um, despite recent uh, behaviors and whatnot, this shoe 
means a lot to me still and the importance of the shoes like understated i mean obviously we have it was a toss-up between these and the original mm. i have tans and the zen gray somewhere around here but uh these were quite easier to access so i went with these right here these just the detailing you know what i'm saying it's amazing i wish i could shut the lights out and let it glow but <laughs> It's, you know, don't break them out often, but when I do, definitely got to get a good fit with it. Uh, you know, I got to, I got to break these out soon. You know, <laughs> once that snow goes away in New York, I like Absolutely. that. I like that. The kids and kicks and shit meet up. Mm-hmm. We are, I might bring these out. Keep in the streets. Yes. So the the I mean, you know, that was one of the crazier times, right? So when yay, I mean. I'm calling him Kanye because I don't do that dumb shit. When Kanye <laughs> collaborated with Nike, right, and started dropping those shoes, like, I mean, that was, it, it was the time. And then for him then to leave and go right to Adidas, everybody was like, what? What's happening? And then and then the Yeezys, right, and Adidas, you're like, yo. I mean, he, you know, again, one of the things I can do, and I encourage everybody to do it, no matter who your favorite artist is or whatever, try to separate art from the artists, right? It's tough, but it's hard. It's hard, but honestly, <laughs> and this is for everybody, whether it's music, painting, whatever. Don't do too much digging into your favorite artist, right? Because you don't gotta go far to find something you ain't gonna like, right? That's just the nature. Because human beings are complicated, and all the things that go along with it, right? Um, but the, but but you know, I remember when when he was doing that with Nike, I was like, this guy, what the hell? And then you know. Dropped the Yeezys, and then, of course, when the Red Octobers came out, it was like pandemonium. I was like, oh, my God, this is like, you know, crazy times out here. Special time. I remember the Kobe, um, I forget which model it was. One of the Kobe sneaker commercials, Kanye played a villain role in it, and he was like on a helicopter. He was wearing these, and we were like taking screenshots trying to figure out, is this the Yeezy 2? What's it going to, you know, what's it going to look like? And, uh... I agree. You know, sometimes you got to try to separate the man or the woman or the artist from the art. Um, but just his music oh, yeah. uh, inspired the hell out of me um, growing up. So can never forget that. So never will. Um, musical genius. Musical yes. genius. Well, I think genius all around. Yeah. Um, creative, maybe, creative genius. Creative genius. Yes. Let's let's put it that way. Um creative genius for sure and again the important the importance of the shoe right here right like if this doesn't do what it does for the culture um we probably don't see don c's get mm-hmm. opportunities we don't mm-hmm. see of course virgil mm-hmm. uh rest in peace virgil um you know get opportunities with nike and louis vuitton as well so these are just uh very important uh, especially for black creatives designers whatever can't say enough about that this. That was right? it. So, yeah, man. And with that, I guess I another perfect segue. I was like, what follows that up? Oh. <laughs> oh! I was like, how do you follow that up? And there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, mean, I see you. Yo, I, I see you with your... With... I, you know, I, 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 uh, I mentioned all the L's I took on Sneakers app. Um, but you took a you took a W at some point. You got a W, a w somewhere. W? I 
only took five W's on Sneaky Zap in 2021. In 2021 alone, he took five. I would say that's five more than me. <laughs> no, really? I took zero W's on sneakers in 2021. I could not beg them to take my money. How many attempts? I mean, I'm pretty regular. <laughs> Every week. I'm a frequent flyer. Yeah, you know. I even thought I was going to get those golden gals dunks, the women's dunks. Nah. Wow. Nope. No early access, nothing. I don't know what I did to piss off Nike, but love y'all. Uh, hopefully they see this show you some love like they showed that uh, young lady who tweeted at them about the squid games yeah that was wild True though. Wild, wild to watch happen because it's just like dude what about us who, like i'm from the era where we actually used to have to line up camp out yeah. and, uh, even some line up oh i forgot to tell, tell that story this well not this version the 2011 version was almost a fight at uh i'm all yeah. Almost a fight at a mall. I don't, you know what? Let me not even tell that story. Let's go back to this. Show. This <laughs> is this. I mean, uh, the man's impact mm-hmm. on fashion, sneakers, um, breaking oh. class scenes, uh, incorporating hip hop, skate culture, pop culture into fashion statements. I mean, his importance is very understated. Or I mean, maybe people are appreciating it now, but uh wish people would give flowers to people while they're still here. Yep. yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we could talk all day about the shoe. It's it's just a simple flip, like, the, you know, pretty much solid yellow lemonade, whatever, with the, you know, the foil type mm-hmm. check. Like, the absolute art. Um the, uh, yeah. the, 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 the the classic signatures, right? The the zip tie, right? The air. I mean, all the you know, off white branding, off white branding, right? Just you know, and, and and on that silhouette too, right? Like so, it works. I mean, you know, he he's he's done that to so many classic silhouettes. Of course, the ones, right? Like, I mean, it's just like it, it's it's phenomenal, and and it, it to your point, it really is. It's done so much, and that you followed off the Kanye thing, right? Like another black creative who has an opportunity yep. to show you, hey man, we can we can get into this fashion game too. Oh, and I, I'd, be, I'd be remiss, not sneakers, uh, if we did not mention uh, the recent passing of Andre Leon Talley, uh, former editor at large at Vogue magazine. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with him, just do a little Google search, uh, read his memoir that came out, I want to say last year or the year before. Um, just a really, you know, again, one of the early pioneers, uh, in fashion an industry that's still mostly and predominantly white, um, a large black man from the rural South, um, was able to find his way into the upper echelon. So, you know, he was born into the segregation era, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so with him, uh, people were, you know, speculating what's folk going to do to honor him and all of that. Yes. I expect. Uh, you know, at least one article dedicated purely to, uh, one at least, jeez, uh, issue. Yeah. No, my bad. Issue dedicated mm-hmm. to him front and back. Um, glossy pages, the whole nine. Like it's got to be like book quality. But also, if they really, if Vogue really wants to honor his uh, legacy, um, make sure you're hiring more black creatives and having them at the table making these, you know, making decisions. Um, again, Vogue is still. 
you know, uh, essential, but still mostly white. Yeah. Um, no doubt. That, you know, not not just for the sake of hiring black people, but for you to have black people to, you know, to have black culture mm-hmm. infused and, and talked about and written about and, and showcased because for some reason we do this thing where it's like black culture, but now it's like American culture. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, that would be a great honor to him if they, you know, they really want to honor his legacy. But back to Virgil real quick. I mean, he broke so many glass ceilings and reached back and, you know, tried to pull younger black creators. I think he mentioned something about like, yeah, I took this job. So when I leave, it's like six more, you know, people who look like me are, you know, taking, will take my job, you know, so... Um, again, just oh, just the sneaker on the service level, of course. Uh, beautiful story, you know the the alterations. I think he said something about like three percent. He just wants to alter it three percent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he, uh, execution is perfect, and the story behind that and his story. So that's how we close out the show. Love it, man. That is a hell of a shoe to close it out with, man. Like. Oh, just hey man, this was great. By the way, Henrock, we 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 loved uh, chatting with you, chopping it up. Of course, love the the shoe and tell portion. You showed some good stuff. I don't think there was anything in there that would have anybody be like, "I'm not rocking with that dude." I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all those, all those like, shoes. Something for everybody in here, right? <laughs> something for show. something for everybody. And folks, you know, we uh, Henrock, tell the people where they can find you. Oh, yeah. So uh, Instagram is going to be at underscore dot Henrock, H-E-N-R-O-C-K. Twitter is just going to be underscore Henrock. Love it, man. Yeah. Love it. And of course, folks, you know where you can find us. We are part of that Count the Dinks family on the Bomb podcast feed with, of course, the original Bomb show, Woke Bros, growing up the same rap names and us. And of course, we are at Kicks and Shit Show on all social media platforms. Until next time, peace.